welcome to all new listeners. And this is In the Middle with your host, Rashika Bunamo. Here we talk about all those controversial topics that you want to hear and discuss them for you. Hello, all listeners, and this is the first episode of In the Middle. Today, our topic is monarchies, monarchies, and monarchies. So, right now, you might be thinking, oh, isn't this a show where we talk about controversial topics? Well, I want to say that this is a controversial topic, and I'm going to explain why. So, monarchies are in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinions, controversial because in a democratic society like America or some other places around the world, usually they, we vote for our leaders and we have a right to choose. And, 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 but in some places, it's not like that. And really, those, the people under those gov- governments and the people like in democratic governments think, sometimes think, oh, sh- why are they even here now? Should they, should they be there? Well, there are also some people who like it, support it, really like the idea of having a king, queen, or just think it's a big part of their culture. Um, first, I'm going to be explaining some basics of, of monarchies. Well, the two types of monarchies that I'll be talking about today are the absolute monarchy and the constitutional monarchy. The absolute monarchy is when the reigning monarch or king or queen is the one with all the power, does all the, has all the decision power, uh, make sure, make sure uh, that what is happening is what she has done or he has done. It's pretty much that they are the one controlling their government and their country. While the constitutional monarchy, the, um, the, over in that type of monarchy, the royal family and the monarchs are kind of like symbols of the government, but they don't really have that much power. They might have influence over it, like a slight influence over, oh, like I'm supporting this prime minister or this candidate for uh, something, but like, they don't really have the same power as a as a reigning monarch in an absolute monarchy, and they also have higher st- social status. Though they are still considered above the other people. Um, well, some examples of monarchies around the world like this are Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is an absolute monarchy. Like I just explained, they they have all the power. That the monarch there has all the power. While Malaysia, Britain, those are examples of constitutional monarchies. Over there, the kings, the queens, they're all like symbols of power. They're like symbols of the government. Well, that is not the case elsewhere. I first want to start talking about um, an absolute monarchy, the one with the most controversy, controversies. Well, I, actually inside the Saudi Arabian government, there are, there's the king and he actually, he chooses every member who passes the laws 
that like he makes and so he has that power and he's also like the the leader of islam in that country so it's like the king has the power of islam and the power of the religion along with the power of the government making him so much more important to the people along with that as he controls everything he they also make sure that um democracy is thought of as bad oh in saudi arabia democracy is not a good thing like let's say you support democracy or criticize the government you are a criminal you are thought of as a criminal you would be taken because of your belief of that and this obviously creates some controversy controversy because people who want a political reform can't really do it without being taken or like they can't show their views everything is controlled by the government like news channels new news outlets it's it's really hard for an activist to live there to try and change it change how they want to see the, the to see their country obviously this is controversial as as a person who lives under democracy it feels like i have much more freedom than the people who live in saudi arabia who have all this control over them by the leaders around them and obviously i feel i feel that they should obviously get more freedom but we don't know about the people there maybe maybe some people are just so used to it that they can't see it another way along with that now onto a constitutional monarchy that i find a very good example of what a constitutional monarchy should be like an example of this is britain really um the the queen has recently died so rest in peace uh but in britain their monarchy is constitutional now it used to be absolute but now it's constitutional they have prime minister they have parliament they they make all the laws but the monarchs are considered are considered important figures in society they are icons they are thought of as role models they go around to help it's like i i honestly respect the british royal family a lot and i would say that that constitution monarchy is great and really you could see that like they pri a candidate for prime minister that they support or something like that always seems to get garner some more like attention or really uh that is a type of constitution monarchy that in my opinion is a good example um there's actually another one that if there's actually this other constitution monarchy that i find really interesting it's the malaysian constitutional monarchy actually um if you look at it i it, i it shocked me when i first read about this actually well apparently malaysia has nine kings yeah you might be surprised uh and think oh wait how or like why is that really happening well they actually elect their kings and the kings have like 
five-year terms to be to be there uh to be like in their chair like influencing politics obviously um in malaysia sometimes kings and like politicians and queens and politicians don't really have sometimes they don't have the best relationship but other times they do it's really in my opinion i find this really interesting because it's not only like the the king choosing the successor for the next one but the people are actually choosing who they are viewing as their king for king or queen for the next five years and i find that really interesting compared to all the other monarchies and that that do not do this um i actually just remembered while i was talking about this in britain recently there have actually been some young people maybe like under 30 who have not been liking the idea of their country being a constitutional monarchy and obviously you might think oh but they are a good example they don't really control politics and but what we're forgetting here is that these monarchs are still above us when we like when they like walk down the street we still had to like bow to them we have to give them more respect because they were born into uh, what people would say such a respectable position but really they didn't gain it by themselves it was just good genes and i don't know somebody dropped them into the position and there they are really it's like they are thought of as above of normal normal people that it's like it's not democratic it's not everybody's equal it's not like that and obviously that might hit hard for some people and like especially the this generation who grew up in the whole idea of everybody being equal and everybody being treated the same and this obviously hits hard to those young people like me and the young listeners who who are listening right now and i would say that this has also created some controversy controversy there there was also a rise in non-monarchists when princess diana died actually and obviously this is expected as well princess diana was a great person and she would she is one of my role models right now and this shows just how much the royal family is great but sometimes the non-equality of it really does not hit home for some people and but there are still a great number of monarchists in britain and that has not changed uh but really the because of the queen's death as well uh the rise in non-monarchists is obviously a lot higher because so many of these people have just seen the queen as like their monarch because she's had such a long reign and this uh probably is a hard change for them compared to compared to before uh, now i really think that monarchies are 
like a symbol to such cultures like Britain and like Saudi Arabia and Malaysia. It's just like how they've always been. Like when we think of America, really the the America was built on the idea of democracy itself. And obviously it's a bit like our culture, it's like democracy. But in these other areas, the monarchy or like seeing somebody above you, like a king, a queen, prince, they're like just like built in role models in your life uh, from such a young age. I actually don't know what, what it would be like to be under such a government or like knowing that, oh, we have a king, we have a queen. Oh, like all hell, like, you know, it's I, I feel like it would be a different experience compared to those who stay in like an area that's like just thinks of democracy as their culture and being in a monarchical, monarchical culture obviously uh, gives you uh, uh, more of a camaraderie feeling and uh, it's like those people like some people who just like can't imagine their life without a monarch or like oh we have a king or queen i feel like those are the people who are who are monarchists and like it's hard to see which side is actually right but there are obviously some changes that need to be implemented in some countries that are still a bit too too bent on uh too bent on power and like the monarch still having too much, but really, uh, and the monarchy—it's—it's it's really hard to define if it's a symbol, if it's power, if it's not equality. It's—it's it's, the crown itself is a hard thing to define, as so many people really are under a government that respect it and. So in it, I think that uh, a monarchy or is, I don't know if a monarchy is good or bad, but really there's so many sides to this that you could be seeing that I, I know that this is controversial and can be a big problem one day, but, and that, that's, why, that's why there has been democracy now, actually. I want to talk, I want to continue talking about that. Uh, like America didn't couldn't uh, couldn't handle the power of Britain's monarchy, uh, Britain's like power over them. Obviously, if we don't like a monarchy, then we want to make something different. We want to make a democracy, and that is just like that. Just means that this country is was started from with people who are non-monarchists, and this shows like that there could be a reform in the future in these other countries that we just like we never know when this will happen but it would really be great if it would or it, even if it didn't it's just that it's just a thing in the world that is there and it's just part of somebody's culture and it's i know it's hard to actually see that it's controversial at first like oh monarchies aren't really this controversial but once you dig deep into it and look through all the different angles and 
pictures and like all these different countries and all these different people under all these different situations, you can see that really monarchies are very hard to define and are very controversial and really you never know what will happen to one because there are always non-monarchists in the country and there are always monarchists in the country and there would obviously be some disputes and that is just what change is and that's just what uh, power over a person is. Power is obviously dangerous and monarchies, a form of power, are, are considered dangerous by some people and obviously that leads to a reform and change so now i will be wrapping up this episode and as you can see as i've said before monarchies are controversial and i and they are really hard to define and i am glad that you all have listened to my podcast and me ranting about monarchies and how it affects the people so thank you to all the listeners of the first episode of in the middle and i'll see you again thank you